0: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Balanced Parent Podcast. I'm Dr. Laura Freyan, and I'm here with a guest, Mariella Ortiz. She is a wellness coach for moms and their kids, and I'm so excited to have her on. Mariella, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you and who you are and what you do?
1: Well, thank you very much, Laura. I am so excited to be here and uh, to be able to, to chat with you for a, for a while with you and all your listeners. So um, what I do is, is an interesting question because it has uh, been changing and evolving through, through the last years. But uh, I started out with, um, with yoga and teaching kids yoga. I, I've been doing that for the last uh, 10 years. And uh, through through my yoga um, as a teacher, my yoga uh, uh, training with the kids, and uh, I realized that there was something missing. So then I'm an eternal learner and I always love finding new things and looking for ways to, to feel better myself. So I came across um, a concept called mindfulness. This was a couple years years back when uh, it wasn't as popular as it is now. And um, I started incorporating mindfulness also into the kids' classes and uh, then moved a little bit on and did meditation with them. And uh, the latest was positive psychology. So I brought in all these tips um, and, and tools and ways of thinking to work with kids. But along my journey of working with the kids, I realized that moms were needing so much support. And being a mom myself um, and knowing the difficulty and the struggles that I had gone through, um, I decided to, to incorporate wellness for moms in what I do now. So a lot of my passion in working with moms right now is also for the kids. Because I also realized that if I want to get to more kids and help more kids, I needed to start touching the adults that are in their life most of the time.
0: Yeah. Oh, I love that because I think it's so important. I, I think lots of people who love working with kids start realizing that the more the opportunity for more impact is with the parents. I know that as a former play therapist, I loved working with kids, but my clients saw so much more progress when their parents were the one who were doing The therapeutic techniques in in the session when the parents were involved when the parents were holding space when the parents were empathizing and validating and holding limits that we just got so much better results. And I'm wondering if you see something similar in your practice.
1: Exactly, uh, because the parents are the ones that spend most of the time with the kids and um, the kids are not only learning from what you know, like, for example, the interaction that I had with them, which was it could have been maybe from half an hour to one hour once, maybe twice a week. but it, it was very limited time. But their parents are with them all the time, and they're learning not only from what their parents are telling them and teaching them, but also from their parents' behaviors. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, I, I wasn't really getting anywhere by teaching the kids to calm down if they were seeing their parents flipping out all the time and getting stressed out. And the same with teachers, because I, I would go into the schools to teach. So I started supporting teachers so they can also find those spaces of calm and self-care for themselves uh, with, you know, in the middle of the classroom and with all the kids around. But uh, yes, it, it did have a much greater impact when the adults that were with the kids started incorporating these methods also.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and I think it's important to bring out like two reasons like why that might be. One is that we're all embedded in a context, and for kids, parents, especially right now when we're all home together most of the time anyway um, at least here in the u s kids are some kids are back into daycares, but most of ki- the kids are in their homes with a family uh, like or a relative caregiver and parents the adults are setting the context that kids are developing in and so if we want a healthy balanced you know loving context then of course we've got to work with the kids and then the other piece of it is that it's the relationship that gets improved when we help parents become more calm more confident um, hold boundaries with empathy and respect and take good care of themselves, then the parent can show up to that relationship in a whole healed way. Right. And so like, it's, it's like wrapping the child around in in a supportive context and environment. I think that that, that work is so important. So go ahead. Yeah.
1: No. And what I was going to say was that, you know, and I saw that with, with me, with myself as a mom, that when I had the, these tools to be able to understand what was going on with me, what I was feeling. And I also had tools to know how to calm myself down and not take things so personal with my kids. I was a much better mom. I was kinder, nicer, more empathetic, even much more fun. So that's also the reason why I I decided to to work with moms to provide them support because I was that mom that really didn't know what to do before or how to calm down. It, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm explosive and this is my personality and what am I gonna do about it? But then I realized that no, I, I could change that. You know, I can't decide to, to behave or react in a different way. So I didn't know that before. So now I want to be there to support moms, to help them understand that it is possible because I saw that change in me.
0: Yeah. And so tell me, like, so if, you know, lots of the parents who are listening right now feel that they feel overwhelmed. They feel like they can't stay calm. Um, they get triggered by their kids. What, what, is, what would you want to tell them? Like, what can they do to um. feel a little bit more calm and a little bit more in control in their parenting?
1: Well, the first thing I think that is the most important is to bring awareness to what is happening, you know, to really understand and become aware of those times where you are losing your patience, where you are raising your voice, when, you know, you're getting triggered. Because that's a starting point to see, okay, where am I right now and what is happening? And then the simple decision of saying, I don't want this anymore. Just, you know, acknowledging that and and having the intention to bring about change would be the first step. And then from there, knowing that well first it's important to know that it's going to take a little bit of time because i think we all wish it would be like instantaneous uh but these changes for them to be truly lasting and embedded in us will take a little of time a little bit of time so knowing that and having that patience with yourself and having that compassion with yourself in the process of the change and then my number one tool would be breathing. And I never thought I would say this because I remember when, as a young child, I've always been very anxious um, and I was not... a a natural optimistic person. I was more, you know, towards the pessimistic mindset. And I remember my mom always telling me, breathe, Mariela, breathe. And I would get so angry at her because it's like, what is breathing gonna help me with? It's not gonna change anything. Well, little did I know that it can actually change so much and really help us. And now, now go figure. That is my go-to and my number one uh, tool breathing because the the breath when you do it in a conscious way when you are really paying attention to the way you're breathing it can completely help you to calm down and then decide what it is you want to do but that first step of just breathing and going within and feeling your breath. And when you're triggered, those first few breaths are agitated. They Mm -hmm. are really shallow breaths, but then you start to notice that. And then you take a little bit of a deeper breath and, and then you notice what feelings are coming up. And then it's like you begin to be able to release those feelings to then be able to respond in a way that is more favorable uh, to the situation at hand and and to the relationship with your child if it's your child or with anybody else that you know you're having an encounter with
0: absolutely i think you just described the process of moving from being reactive to being responsive as a mom right as a parent right so the i'm just gonna give an overview of the steps that you just outlined, because I, I don't know, the take-home point is really important for my listeners. So first is awareness that you're triggered. Then taking that breath, getting that pause so that you can just kind of drop into the present moment, be in your body and start to relax, start to get out of the trigger and get your nervous system kind of back into a conscious place. And then setting an intention and coming home to what you really want to be as a parent, like how you really want to show up and going from there. So not reacting from your trigger, but responding from your deeper goals and intentions for your childhood and for your relationship with them. Is, did I get it all? Did I miss anything? Exactly.
1: Yeah. No, no, you, you got it all. That was
0: great. Yes. Awesome. If you're listening to this, I'm going to make you a little download that has those that like that step-by-step process for moving to, from reactivity to responsiveness in your parenting. So um, you can go to the show notes and you'll be able to download that um, because I think this is something that you're going to want to put on your refrigerator um, or fold up and keep it in your pocket or screenshot it and put it as the background on your phone to just remind you like that's the process. Awareness, breath to drop into the present moment and then moving from your intentions, from your goals. It's beautiful. Thank you, Mariella. That was, I think it's going to really help parents. My
1: pleasure. Yeah. And the only other thing I would add there Mm -hmm. would be self-compassion because Mm. I also remember during my process, I would get so angry at myself for having, had you know, screamed at my kids where I lost it. And and then I, I screamed at them. And then I would go back and be like, oh God, I failed. I screamed at Mm. them and I reacted and, you know, but then it's that self-compassion of saying, hey, at least I brought awareness and I realized that I did this. So I'm one step closer. It's not a failure. It's one step closer. And with that self-compassion, knowing that it's going to take a while and being okay with that.
0: Absolutely, I think that we can get so focused on perfection, and we forget to understand that we're looking for progress, right? That we're that's all we're looking for is growth and progress and change, and that happens in small increments and baby steps over time. And we can't be perfect; we're always going to make mistakes. And luckily, we have resilient attachment relationships with our kids that are open to repair. That want to be healed. And so when we make mistakes, we can easily go back in and model that for them too, because the mistakes happen. That's part of being human. I I so agree. Adding compassion in there is Mm -hmm. so important. Um, And like repairing, repairing with yourself too, and with your child, I think is is so important. Um, I wanna kind of zoom out a little bit now. So one one of the things when we've been chatting back and forth, Mariella, um, you talk about this kind of holistic approach that you take um, to working with moms. And um, if you know anything about this podcast, we're all about finding kind of whole family balance here. So, and um, not just balanced parenting, but um, kind of balancing the self Within the context of all of the rules that you carry. Um, so I love that you were talking about um, kind of taking a look at all of these other pieces of what. A mother experiences what a mom like the roles, the identities that a mom holds, um, at, and really helping her feel well in all of those areas. And I think that that ties directly into our ability to be less reactive and more responsive, right? Because when we are well rested, when we're well taken care of, we um, are able to have more resources, more time, more space, more breath to be able to be that parent that we want to be, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So exactly you, yeah tell me yeah. tell
0: me more about like so what are the areas of wellness that you've, you know, that um parents can be thinking about and um, making sure that they are taking care of themselves in in order to be able to show up as their best selves in their parenting
1: okay i i love this question because it's so um it's so full there's so much to talk about so you know, I, I don't come up with really fancy names or anything, so it's easier for everybody to understand, but, but the way I see it in my approach is that we are, as individuals, a combination of body, mind, heart, and soul. Mm-hmm. So those are the four areas where we need to make sure that we're caring for ourselves. So body. For example, body is is what I think most of us find it or go to first when we're thinking about caring for ourselves and being healthy, which would require sleep, exercise, and nutrition. Okay? Like Mm -hmm. surface level, those would be, right? Um, When it comes to the mind, the mind is something that now we are starting to learn more of, and this is where my huge passion lies, um, which in the mind would be more of, you know, the mindset, mindfulness, uh, becoming aware of your thoughts, becoming aware of the emotions that are caused by thoughts. Okay, so so that mm-hmm. part of, of the mind and meditation comes in into that part also. Mm-hmm. Um, the the heart for me is composed of our relationships, of um, our relationships with the people we love, um, our relationship with ourselves also. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's that would be the part of the heart, and then the part of the soul would take us a little bit deeper into what do we really feel our mission and purpose in life are here like as a bigger picture Mm -hmm. so because if if you don't feel like you really have a purpose then everything else kind of like loses you know there's like no point to it right it it loses importance Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not taking care of your mind then it doesn't matter what really healthy foods you're putting into your body, there's always gonna be a gap in there. Um, if you don't have great relationships, um, it doesn't really matter, again, what you're doing to your mind or how much you're working on your body because as humans, we need relationships. So all these four areas are, are, comp- are what really compose us as, as whole individuals. So it's really important to start looking at ourselves in all these different areas. If there's one that's a little bit ignored, then Mm. we're not really going to feel great about ourselves. And then when we don't feel really great about ourselves because one is ignored, all the rest suffer. So that's where it's really important to see like that holistic approach and going back a little bit to you know, And I don't mean to, to go back into the whole triggers thing, but the reason why I love triggers and talking about triggers, and this is something I've learned, so it wasn't like this all the time, is that I, I find the triggers to be our opportunities to really understand which of those four areas we are lacking or which of those four areas we are ignoring. Because that's why the trigger comes up, because there's something that's missing inside of us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And so taking stock when we're feeling triggered, checking in with ourselves in these four areas, I think is so important. You know, we had the opportunity um, to sit down for the summit that you have um, actually, it's going on right now, right? And when, yeah, so when this um, podcast airs, it'll be, we'll be in the midst of it already, um, but we got to sit down and talk about that, about triggers and how they are an opportunity for healing and for growth and how to do that. Um, I had such a good time talking about that with you
1: it it was amazing to to listen to you talking about the triggers so i i mean i am so thrilled that you are on the mommy matters summit to help moms understand triggers because we usually want to ignore them get away from them you know m- make them disappear but when like what we talked about that you so beautifully explained when we really take the time to look at what things are being triggered. There's so much information that we get about ourselves.
0: Yeah. They're an opportunity. They're not something to turn away from. They are your chance there there's something to feel grateful for because that's when we get to take ourselves to the next level. Um, yeah. So if you're listening and you want to check out that interview, definitely head to the show notes and sign up for the mommy matters summit. Um, I'm a guest on there, but Mariela, tell us, you have like over 20 other experts that are
1: there. Yes. I am so excited about this summit because, um, It's been looking for experts. There's 25 experts um, that have come together to support moms in different areas of how they can care for themselves. Because, you know, we as moms always think about the self-care and we think about the massage and Mm -hmm. the salon and getting our nails done and the spa day, which is beautiful and really nice. Uh, But that is not something that can really be sustained and it's not something that's really gonna help us change what is going on in our household so that's kind of like a temporary um looking for a little bit of an escape you know a a Mm -hmm. temporary relaxation which is fabulous but self-care does imply so many other things and Mm -hmm. that's what we're talking about in the summit and i am So thrilled and excited to be sharing this with moms because it's the tips and tools of so many people that have been working with moms. The majority are moms themselves, so they're also speaking from experience as moms uh, to how we as moms can enjoy motherhood more, not lose ourselves in the process, and and really um grow our relationships with our kids but also our relationship with ourselves so i'm really excited about this summit and and i hope all your listeners sign up and join in so they can not only listen to all the wonderful things you shared uh, but also the 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 great stuff that the other experts shared too
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited to hear um from the other experts. And I, I think something too that I know for me personally when I attend these online summits, there's so many people, so many great interviews crammed all into one day. And there I would never hope to be able to listen to all of them before you know the video isn't live anymore. And I think the way that you're running the summit um is really makes it so much more accessible and gives such an opportunity um, for moms. So tell us a little bit about kind of the structure of the summit. Sure.
1: So the summit is running for, there's 25 experts. So it's for 25 days. It's one expert per day. Yes. Perfect. And like that, because I I love summits and I love, like I mentioned before, I love learning, Mm -hmm. excuse me. And Uh, When I sign up to summits, what really kills me is that sometimes there's five or six really great speakers in one day, and I can barely get through one because Mm -hmm. there's so much going on in an everyday, um, all the daily activities. So it really frustrates me that I can't listen to them. So this is why this summit is like this. Since it's for moms, um, I try to keep the... Uh, the interviews short, they vary, they're anywhere from 20 minutes to about 45 minutes, uh, depending on, on the expert and they're one per day. So it's easier for the moms to be able to, you know, take out that little bit of time or during the whole day, listen to little bits and pieces while uh, they they have a chance during their day. Um, and then at the end there will be a replay of, of all the speakers so if you didn't get a chance to see it uh, during the summit you can always go back and, and replay in and, and, and there's really great gifts that um, the experts are are um, providing the moms on the summit uh, so it's really good to to, uh, there's a whole bunch of tools for for the moms because mm-hmm. as moms we're usually used to looking for stuff for our kids, mm-hmm. but this one is especially for moms to help us in this process of motherhood.
0: Yeah, and I I mean, and I think like when we serve moms, we serve kids. Like that's. Yeah what we're doing. And so I think that's so great. I hope everybody goes and joins the summit. I hope that if you're listening to this um, and you're already listening to the summit that you'll reach out and tell us what you're learning um, and share it with your friends who need it too. Okay. So Mariela, thank you so much for being with me today. Um, you shared so much of your heart and what you do and how you support moms. Um, tell, I'm sure that people are going to want to connect with you um, and start following you. So tell us where can they find you on social media?
1: Okay. So on social media, I am both on Facebook and Instagram as marielaortiz.wellness.
0: Okay. And I'll put the links in the show notes too.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. And, and my website, uh, is, uh, marielaortiz.com.
0: Great. All right. Thank you so much, Mariela, for being here with me. Um, I can't wait for the summit and you just stay in touch. Tell me how it all is all going.
1: Oh, no, it, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much, uh, Laura, for, for having me and for this conversation. And I am uh, very excited to, to keep you up to date about the summit and everything. And it was a pleasure talking to you and to all your listeners and your
0: amazing podcast. Oh, thanks. Thanks for being with us. and most importantly, of yourself. And just remember, balance is a verb, and you're already doing it. You've got this.